Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 146 with our guest, Josh Elledge. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Well, hey there. Thank you for joining us. You're tuned right into The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Josh Carey. How would you like to go from being invisible to being seen and celebrated? An ironic question coming from the hidden entrepreneur, isn't it? But what if the number one reason people are not buying from you is you don't have enough social proof from being in the media? Imagine how much more impressive your website would look if people see recognizable media logos that you've appeared on. Meet Josh Elledge, the founder of Up My Influence. Up My Influence is a service that turns you, the thoughtful entrepreneur, into a media celebrity, increasing your authority, influence, and revenue. Josh is a well-known influencer and mentor in the startup PR space. He's a syndicated newspaper columnist with a reach of over 1.1 million readers and a media guest clocking over 2,000 TV, radio, and podcast appearances. This is the man who knows what he's talking about, certainly from experience, and I am here to learn and share it all. Welcome, Josh Elledge. What's hey, doing? Josh Carey, thank you so much. Excellent. There is, there is so much here. We began the, uh, the pre-show here talking about the importance of this. And I asked, how important is what the, the topic we're about to talk about? Uh, and you put it into clear perspective, uh, really prefacing saying that there are many important pieces to running a successful business and being a successful entrepreneur. But put some of the importance of this topic into perspective for what we are speaking about. What are we speaking about here? What's the core of it? And and why is it a a necessary, critical piece? Yeah. So the the reality is, uh, is that if you are in business for yourself, you work with consumers. Consumers are the ones that are buying your products and services. And I don't care if you sell B2C, B2B, B2G, B2Whatever, um, you absolutely need to understand how consumers have evolved 
over the past particularly three to five years. And we've evolved, and I say we because we're all consumers. Yes. We have evolved because A, we're being inundated with more offers than ever before. And we've learned to protect ourselves more so than ever before, particularly people that are very busy. If you're trying to reach out, if you're, listen, especially if you sell B2B, you need to drop whatever you are doing. You need to grab a pen. You need to take a lot of notes on what we're going to talk about today because the world has especially gotten much more difficult for you. Um, so influencers, decision makers, investors, media, uh, you know, high level, if you're selling to high net worth individuals or busy professionals in particular, it's very, very, very hard to get people's attention today. And so advertising alone is not going to cut it. In the words of the founder of Geek Squad, advertising is the tax you pay for being unremarkable. And my job is to help you to become more remarkable so you don't even have to advertise. Wouldn't that be amazing? And so, Josh, what I'm going to talk about and what really, really, really moves the needle today is authority. Authority is the key to getting everything you want. And I'll tell you why this is. Because the first factor that consumes, the first big uh, revolution has taken place is consumers are very protective of their attention. That's number one. Number two, we have this amazing resource in the palms of our hands, in front of our eyes. We never, ever leave its side. We are a connected world. And anytime we want to know anything, we want an answer for anything, we have a resource that can allow us to do that. And it's our phone, it's our computers, it's, it's, there's, there's nothing that we can't know today. And so you have a, a generation now that's being, been raised on this. You have people that this is just the way we do things. You know, no longer, you know, do you have these arguments in a bar where people are debating trivia or something like that? No, you're wrong. Gosh, if only there were a way we could find out. Well, you can find out any question. So this, here's where this impacts uh, business owners today. This means people are checking you out. So they may be aware or they may have an, they may get an impression about the product or service you offer or you, you personally, that sort of thing. And guess what the very next thing everybody does? They check them out. So Josh, before we booked this interview, you checked me out. <laughs> Because you're like, listen, I only have so many people that I can I, I can interview, and you pull in some top tier talent on this podcast, and you've interviewed people like Bob Berg, and I mean some really heavy hitters, uh, and so it's an honor to be here. But I know that at while we're talking, by the time this interview's op over, there's going to be people that are either watching us or listening to me. They're going to be like, okay, this guy talks a good game, but is he legit? Well, how do we find out if people are legit? You do a Google search for them, you check them out on social media, you check out their website, uh, and we make judgments. We make superficial, very snap judgments. And the reason we do this, and this is so important to remember, is the world we live in today is a swipe left, swipe right world. 
We make superficial judgments about people in lightning speed. And we all feel like we have this uncanny ability to judge people very rapidly. And we do it all the time. Now, again, does this sound superficial? Does this sound, um, uh, you know, not fair? Yeah, it isn't. It's not fair, but it's the world we live in. And you can't get mad at everybody else because don't, what's it, what's it like? Don't, don't hate the, the don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just our world today. It's so, so true. the goal is you, you, you have to, you absolutely must be everywhere that everyone is going to be looking for and make sure that you have a unified brand and a unified authority and a unified presence that's going to communicate to that audience Yes, you should know, like, and trust me, and you're going to give them evidence, and you're going to earn that. This is crazy. You're going to earn that three to eight seconds at a time. My goodness. Um, so we're talking about consumer behavior. Absolutely love and agree with where you're taking that because it's it, it's so true. Whether we as consumers are conscious of what you just said or not, it's the way we operate. We really have no choice because there's a bombardment of constant information and constant decisions that we are required and forced to make in our personal life, in our business life within seconds. We just don't have the, the bandwidth and the space to for anything else. So you're saying that a huge component of this to position yourself in the best light for our consumer habits, which as you said, changed in the, in the recent three to five years, is by having trusted media logos and video clips and articles and resources when somebody Googles you that they will see. And so it all comes down to social proof. Is that at the end of the day what we're talking about? Gather as much relevant social proof as possible. Sprinkle that far and wide and as often as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, now I, I want to make sure that people know we're going to get very tactical here. Um, and so this isn't where, you know, I've dispensed some philosophy and that philosophy is really important because I got to push over that first big domino, right? I need you to understand that I know what I'm talking about here and that you can trust me that, listen, I've made all the mistakes in this thing, uh, but I've also really worked very, very hard to work on my own authority. And that's been helpful. See, when you have high authority, well, I could just ask it like this. Imagine if I were holding a magic wand and I'm, if you can't see the video, but I, maybe you can see the video and it's a, I've got a dry erase marker and I, I wave it in the air and I'm about ready to give you a gift here. And then I go poof and I poof you. And, uh, I have now just increased your authority by 10 times your, your industry authority. Let me just ask you, and this would be a good exercise, to write down a list of five things that would improve in your business if your authority was 10 times what it is today. Would you make more sales? Would you have more inbound opportunities? Would you get more speaking invites? Would the media be wanting to ask you questions about, uh, about your industry? Uh, would you have people that just see you at an event and like they want to get pictures taken with you and then promote your brand uh, to, to, to their audiences? Would that just happen organically and, and naturally? I don't know. I, I think so. Um, that's what I've observed because I've gone to conferences uh, at the beginning when I was an 
I don't want to say nobody, but you know, nobody knew me. Like I, I was just another face in the crowd. And we all start there. Like every celebrity, uh, celebrity, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. just people who are respected in their field. Like everybody was unrespected. You know, we were all Rodney Dangerfield at one point. I, I got no respect, <laughs> right? And then you earn that. And the way you earn that is you have to do good stuff, but you also have to own your authority and you've got to communicate. It's not enough today to do just, you know, because some people just say, all you got to do is just make, uh, so if, you, if you're a pie maker, you're like, all you have to do is make the best pies in the world. And that's it. That's how you become successful. Yeah, well, I'm going to call BS on that because you can go back to old school Michael Gerber e-myth and it's the same thing. It's not enough just to have really great products and services. Exposure is everything. And people, again, are going to judge you based on the videos about your amazing service and your social proof around your amazing service before they're going to just take your word for it that, oh, trust me, the results are great. Um, you know, that, that will, that will uh, there's, you know, when people buy, there's logical reasons for buying now. There's, Tony Robbins talks about this. There's Lorben and Urban, right? Logical reasons for buying now, emotional reasons for buying now. People always buy with emotions and then they back it up with logic, but they've already made, like right now, like emotionally, I've already committed to buying a, uh, a, a stationary bike. And um, emotionally, I'm there, I'm committed, I'm doing it. Now, logically, I need to just make sure that I'm making the right decision. And so I'm going to do my research and that sort of thing. So, but I'm already committed. So now it's just a matter of, uh, you know, which one do I buy and what features and that sort of thing. And how am I going to, you know, and, and so anyway, that's, that's how we yeah. do things. And so you got to appeal to people's emotions. You got to then just back it up with the logic. Logic is usually pretty easy to, to, to back up, but it's the emotions that you really need to, uh, to, to connect with. Why do people buy? What are the, what are the six major emotions that people want? I can't, by the way, I mentioned six. I don't know all of them. I know for us at Up My Influence, significance is one of the biggest things that, that we know our audience wants. Our audience, generally our clients tend to be doing okay in business. Like they're making six figures or more in business. Um, and they want to be recognized for their brilliance and their achievements. They want to be out on the stages. They want to go from invisible to being seen and celebrated. So significance happens to be the one that we know very, very well. We want to help people do that. What type of person or entrepreneur, what are the qualities and traits they need to be best positioned and suited? Could we say anybody and everybody who has a desire and an interest could satisfy this and become an authority and celebrity in their space? Or do they first have to be a certain kind of person with certain traits to be best positioned for it? Yes, there absolutely is a certain type of person. And that person needs to be one who loves other people and is generally generous. Uh, the, the, but I can tell you right now, like I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Like I've, I've built six-figure-a-month companies. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do very good business next year as well um, without my influence. And that's the one thing that I've learned is that generous, loving people at the end of the day win. In today's world, you cannot get away with being a shifty used car salesman. It just doesn't work. It, it might work in the short term, but you are going to get called out and you are going to be nailed against the wall. It's not going to last. And I got to tell you, that's my consumer advocate in me coming out. And I want to say, ha ha, we got your number sucker, right? So number one, you have to genuinely want to improve the lives of other people. So 
How does that show? The next thing you need to do is you need to be a good teacher. The world doesn't need more gurus, but the world needs more people that are willing to be generous with their time, give a lot of value. I, For the person who's listening to our show right now, I want you to go back to one of the first episodes you did, and I want you to go back and listen to see it's episode number five, how an attitude of giving leads to your success. Bob Berg, I have so much admiration for that man. He's become a friend, and I, I champion his philosophy all the time of being a go-giver. That is the foundational thing that you absolutely must have. You must be a go-giver today. You can fake it for a little while, but people are, they're going to they're gonna sniff it out a mile away. People are, listen, consumers have never been savvier. Consumers have never been more observant of authenticity. So you have to authentically give. If you can do that, then it's just a matter of how often can you teach? How many places can you teach? You know, how much value can you give away? You know, and if you're willing to give away a lot of value and give away what other people sell money, like, you know, other people are hoarding information and, and only selling like, listen, the only way you get to know me is you buy my, you know, 1999 program, you know, it's, it doesn't play very well today. So this concept of you're one funnel away, again, I think is total BS. I don't think that works today. Uh, if you know, again, you can pull it off short term, but somewhere, somehow, you're going to have to rely on either your own no like a trust, or sometimes you can get away with relying on maybe the someone someone else's no like and trust, like a partner is like, well, listen, you know, like and trust me, so I'm telling you, you can trust this other dude uh, or other gal, uh, and you can buy their program. But somewhere, it all comes down to relationships. And you have to honor that. You have to honor that. And if you try and shortcut that system, people are going to hate you for that. <laughs> yeah. So continuing down the getting tactile, tactile yeah. uh, road here for for the person listening, um, whether they're going to start working with you and your company, or are thinking about it, or just just want to try things themselves out of yes. the gate. Regardless, there are things, I'm guessing, that even those who first come on board with you, they then have to develop things for themselves. So Ooh, in anticipation yeah. of that, is it they can make videos, they could write art, like, like what can that person do today, tomorrow, next month, next year, going forward to continue down this best path? Oh yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to give me a dime, man. I'm just like again. I already told you, I'm a go giver. So it's like, okay. So here's what you do. Okay, the very first thing that I think someone should take action on immediately, and I mean today. These guys don't pay me. They really should. I don't know how that. But it, it's you just. I'm just telling you, use their free their, their freemium version. Um, so you go to a website called photofeeler.com. P H O T O feeler. F E E L E R. You don't, don't have to pay them a dime, right? But what I want you to do is I want you to take your social media profile image and I want, you to, I want you to create a business profile. It's totally free. You upload your photo and then what you do is you go vote on a bunch of other people's photos and you're gonna judge them on things like 
you know, whether or not their authority, their, um, gosh, I forget what the, uh, the, the different categories are, but basically people are going to tell you if you seem trustworthy, if you seem like an authority in your field, uh, if you seem like someone that they would want to do business with. See, if you upload your photo to Facebook and you ask people, hey, tell me what you think of my photo, they're going to lie because and they're, they're going to love they're it. They're not going to be honest with you, especially if there's problems with it because they don't want to hurt your feelings. So yeah, they're going to judge you on your competence, your likability, and your influence. And believe it or not, like people, like they say pictures worth a thousand words. Like we're always swipe left, swipe right world, right? We're always judging people. And so right now, if you're watching my video, you've made a lot of judgments about me. Some of them probably not good. Some of them hopefully are good. <laughs> Even if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you may True. have made some judgments like uh, about me. And hopefully most of those are good. I, I work really hard to be authentic and, and make sure that you know that I'm competent at what I do. Uh, but if you're watching this video, you may have seen uh, the fact that I'm wearing an Apple watch. Uh, I've got a black wedding band. So, okay, somebody trusts him. <laughs> And and also it's like why is it black and why is it not silver or gold? Well, the the black ones are a little bit more modern. So okay, so you know he's kind of a little bit maybe mindful of of his appearance that sort of thing. Um, you're judging me on my hair or lack thereof. Um, you're judging me on the fact that I've got a studio microphone, the quality of my video, what I've got in the background, dude. You have sliced and diced me to death. And, so and a lot of that subconscious, right? Viewer, go vote on like forty photos. And then you'll get enough meaningful data uh, that you'll start to get some feedback and people will let you know. And then what you're probably going to want to do is you're going to get some great feedback on what to redo when you have your, your headshots redone. Your headshots, that's your calling card to the world. Um, that's generally everybody's first impression of you you know, with exception of like maybe the words you're using on social or something like that. People are going to look at that. They're going to hover over it. They're going to look at your face and they're going to make some judgments. And then the next thing you're going to do, Josh, is they're going to click through and they're going to look at your profile. And they're going to look at things like how many followers do you have? What does your bio say? What is your, um, you know, if you have a background on it, what does that say? I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn, um, mm. especially if you're in the B2B world. Listen, Write this down if you're listening to me. You cannot overinvest in your LinkedIn profile. It's that important. It is in the world of commerce today. It's it's so critical that you have a completely maxed out LinkedIn profile. And if you want some great advice on how to max out your LinkedIn profile, you can go to uh, you can go search me up. Just copy what I did. You can connect with me too, by the way. Um, but just my name is Josh. And uh, same same spelling as the uh, our host, um, and the last name is spelled E L L, and then Edge E D G E, um, and you could just copy what I do. It works pretty well. Um, is it perfect? No, it's pretty good, but it works out pretty well though. Um, you, I, I also produce some great YouTube videos about like how to like truly max out LinkedIn. And um, so if you go to upmyinfluence.com, scroll down to the lower left hand corner, click on my YouTube uh, icon. And, um, and, and look for any videos that I've done around LinkedIn or business profile secrets and stuff. Like I really get into the art and science of this. Um, like I, I could spend an hour just on profile pictures alone and what you need to do today. But anyway, that, that's all, by the way, that's all free. Like a lot of our clients, like they might spend like six months from 
with me before I even know who they are. And then finally like, gosh, darn it, Josh, I made so much money or I did all these things. It was amazing. And you know, now I want to buy your stuff just because you know, I've gotten so much value out of it. That's cool. Like I want that to happen. Wow. So if I, I, I know you provide a handful of services um, all within the getting media exposure and, and upping, upping your influence. Um, so let's say I want to, I want to have you do, um, I, I want to get on morning shows and TV mm -hmm. shows and that sort of a thing. So I come to you and I say, this is what I want. What is the first few steps look like? Do you evaluate first where I am and then you give me some pointers and suggestions? Do you sort of like hone and model and help me position so you can like, right? Because there's a give and take there, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, always happy to help that. I've done over 700 morning show TV segments myself. So yeah. I know a few things about it in my time. Uh, you know, our bread and butter uh, is just, cranking out media placements. Um, we're about one-fifth the cost of a normal PR firm. We don't do contracts. We do month-to-month -month services. So yeah. we have to rely on our success. And if we're not successful, we don't keep clients very long. So obviously, we've needed to get, get very good, of it, good at that. And also, unlike any other PR firm on the planet, we also do a money-back guarantee on what we do. So like we know we know our stuff. And so when I say cranking out media placements, generally those are going to be high domain authority, digital news websites. And the reason we do that is because there's so much inventory. Google loves that. Like it's honestly in the world of SEO, I'm not an SEO guru, but the SEO gurus that I've talked with, um, you know, have really pointed at Google really loving high domain authority backlinks that you can't fake. So Google's pretty intelligent about fake backlinks and legitimate backlinks. And if we can get you in stuff that you just can't buy, like, you know, getting, uh, you know, Forbes Inc., Entrepreneur, TechCrunch, uh, you know, uh, local CBS 6, you know, just, you know, it's all that stuff. Like, it's kind of hard to fudge that stuff or, or it'd be very expensive to do that and probably not worth it uh, to, to buy those placements. Um, we crank those out. And so generally we get our clients five or more media placements every single month. Every uh, month. Like I said, we're like one fourth, the one fifth the cost of a normal PR firm. Uh, and so that's our bread and butter. Like that's a really popular service. We do a lot of influencer work as well. Cause you know, if you've got a product or service and you're just like, man, I wish I could get influencers to promote it. Uh, we've got the world's only, you'll see a lot of like what we do is very blue ocean. Um, it's, it's, it's getting very, asking very, very difficult questions about how could we possibly improve this? Because a lot of the PR industry, I'll tell you, is kind of a, it's kind of a ripoff. There are really good people in PR, but the industry has not evolved like it should. I blew 25 grand on PR with my other company, Savings Angel. I got one good introduction to a reporter and I got to speak at a lawn and garden show. And that was my $25,000. Uh, I don't want that to ever happen to anybody else again. Uh, but so that's why, you know, everything we do is like, what is the most efficient, most nimble way that we could deliver results. And that's kind of what we've come up with. Uh, but I was just mentioning, you know, we do a lot of influencer connections and it's that we do that at the done with you level. So it's actually accessible. Most good influencer agencies, they'll charge six to $8,000 a month 
minimum. Um, it's very expensive. Um, so we've really tried to come up with a way where um, we only do what only we can do. Um, and then we let our client do the stuff that they really don't need to pay us for. Um, and then we do a lot, uh, just real quick, Josh, and then sure. the kind of the last service um, that we do is we've gotten really, really good at um, B2B sales appointments. Um, I can fill up my schedule, 30 sales appointments a week, like nobody's been. I mean, it's, it's so insanely easy uh, today. And so we've gotten so good at that, uh, that we've actually turned that into a service now that we started, I started giving away value, like, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's how we do it. And then we had some clients who were like, well, can you do that for me? And we're like, yeah, sure. And so um, actually, that's, that's probably actually one of our fastest growing services. I don't know, people like making money. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. But yeah, we actually do that. And it's performance based. I mean, we basically, it's like, look, if it's, if a good solid sales appointment for you is worth a hundred dollars, then we'll do it on performance. And we don't take everybody, like we have to have a conversation and, um, you know, I'd say it's about 50, 50, um, people I say no to, and people I say, yeah, we'll give that a shot. And then we do, we do one block of 15 and you know, if the results are good, then, then we'll continue. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't mean to go on too far on that, but I, uh, I hope you don't, for, I hope you forgive me for that, but I just, I just love. I love solving problems. Like, and I love solving those problems that are frustrating for people. People are like, you know, I don't get it. Why is that person being celebrated and I'm not? That evokes that, 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 that core sense of fairness in me where even though like I'm a free market capitalist, like I still believe everybody should have equal access to the game. Um, that's where I think that, that I do believe in a sense of, you know, uh, 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 a mark of a, uh, of a modern civilization is our access, access for all. Does everybody have equal access? And I love that uh, and, and, and being able to provide that. Uh, let's, let's talk about the person who is listening or watching and saying, my goodness, yes, I want this. I want to work with Josh. I want to get into the media. I'm yesing this whole thing. Um, what, uh, what sort of, um, mistakes might you see are common when you take them through the process and get uh -huh. the placement in some fashion? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what that is. Yeah, what, <laughs> That's what a good happens? question. Number one is say, I want to be famous, so why don't you connect me up with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk or Tony Robbins, or I want to be on the Today Show. Dude, I hear this all the time. And I'm like, okay, first off, let's take a look at where you are right now, and why don't you talk to me about all the other influencers that you're working with and the other media you're working with. Here is the thing. They are not looking to be sold you, they, they don't want you selling. They certainly don't want a PR firm selling you to them because that's just annoying. I've been a syndicated newspaper columnist for 10 and a half years. I get bad pitches almost every day and it's from PR firms that are charging their clients thousands of dollars. And guess what? I junk 99.99% of those uh, because it's not my job to promote your client's products. So we know this. Our clients just, you know, listen, and it's, it's not your fault for wanting these things. Correct. There's a couple of reasons why you want these things. You believe you're entitled because we live in a society, particularly in the United States, where we love this rags to riches fantasy. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to splash a bucket of cold water of truth on you. Okay. I've done this a lot. I've done this for a long time. 
people don't get discovered. If you want to get discovered, you have to make discovery happen. Fortune is where preparation meets opportunity. I'm not saying you're not going to have opportunities, but you have to be prepared for those. Um, yeah, it's possible a producer might, you know, for a major thing, might find you. It's possible. It doesn't happen very often because they're bombarded with noise and offers too. And so we all, like if you've just authored a book and you've just poured your heart and soul into this thing for the past six months, your perception is off right now. <laughs> like if I can be very honest with you, you're not a good judge of what is going to happen at that point. You've got way too much invested in this. I fall, I, listen, I can't see the forest from the trees for my own stuff as well. So that's why I spend a lot of money and I hire smart, smart people to advise me on things uh, because I know that they've got clarity that I don't. I'm too personally involved in it. So, um, so we all think too highly of our own thing. Just because you launched version 1.39X of your new product, that doesn't make it newsworthy, okay? So what is newsworthy? Newsworthy is what people are talking about. You know, what's trending? What's buzzing? You know, what, what things can you newsjack? And by the way, David Meerman Scott created a term called newsjacking like 10, 12 years ago. Um, and if you want to watch a really, really good video where I modernize what, what works in newsjacking today, um, my YouTube channel, um, it's free. Just go watch my video and I'll break it down for you. I'll, I'll tell you exactly after, you know, 2,000 media appearances for myself, thousands and thousands and thousands of media appearances for our clients, I can tell you exactly what works. You have to, you have to pitch what journalists are already working on or are about to work on. You can't pitch a story where they go, oh, um, well, yeah, I guess we could do a story on that. Like that's not the response you want. And I promise you, if you just want to pimp your book, that's the response you're going to get. Or it's probably going to be like, yep, yeah, thanks. We're good. <laughs> so, so you have to be smarter than that. And you have, to, you have to work with them and you have to change your mind, your, your, your mindset. Marketers, listen up. You, you, marketers have the toughest time with PR because they can't stop selling. What you have to do is you have to go back and listen to, like I told you, go back and listen to episode five. Go listen to my friend, Bob Berg. Go read his book, The, the Go-Giver Sells More, if you want to you know, really do a deeper dive on this as well. Um, and I want you to take your sales hat and I want you to put it on the shelf and I want you to, just like what I talked about earlier, you need to be a teacher, you need to be a giver, and your goal is to make that journalist, that influencer, that YouTuber, that podcast, you need to make their job so doggone easy, and you need to give them so much value, you need to promote that appearance like you've never promoted anything else ever before, and if you will do that, then you have just done a major solid for someone who has the ability to do nice things for you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, my 2000 media appearances, it's not 2000 journalists I've worked with. It's about 40 to 50. And I just go back over and over and over and over again. And I always earn my next appearance by never selling, uh, just, just trust audiences. Like you don't have to sell to audiences anymore. Audiences are smart. If they like you and they resonate with you, they'll find you. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's you can you, it's it's kind of hard to hide today. And hopefully, as uh, you know, as a business owner and a marketer or a founder or principal with a company or executive, you know, you want people to find you. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to sell anymore. Um, just just trust people. I think, in fact, when we sell to audiences, I think it's um, I think it's insulting. I, I really do. Like, I think it's important to instruct people. Like, hey, here's how we could engage. Uh, and, and here's what I do and here's the value we bring, but man, don't, don't go into your scarce, fake scarcity and your act now. And you know, just your used car salesman stuff that that's just played out. People, people know exactly what you're doing. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> if, if you want to do yourself a big service, rewind the past three to four minutes of what Josh just said, my goodness. Uh, spectacular. Brent said, uh, Josh has great energy. Well, thank you. No, that Josh, this Josh has- <laughs> No, man, Josh, Josh is united, man. We got that Josh energy, bring it. Josh up. squared. Uh, in all seriousness, though, you, you said some really great things. You started that uh, segment by talking about people will come to you and say, hey, can you introduce me to Gary? Hook me up with Tony. Sure. There, there, but isn't, I mean, there's such a real unfortunate disconnect in that approach in that person. Uh, like the uh, cooking, and I, I, I don't like to cook. I know nothing about it, but there's just something with like ingredients here. It seems like that if I want to bake a great cake or a good dinner, I'm just going to lay out my ingredients and say, here you go, Josh, make something happen. But that's the analogy. I have to do all the mixing, right? In other words, I have to do work. I mean, you're giving the path. Yeah. You're saying, go watch this, go do this, yes. go make sure this is in place, have this ready, take this action, make sure this is in check. Meaning you can't be afraid of the work or the action or the path before right. you even can come into the equation. There are three ways that you can work with influencers or journalists. Okay, you can spam them to death. And will that work? Well, in theory, yes, like you will get about one out of a million, but meanwhile, you're going to piss off everybody else in that audience. So I'm not a big fan of that. Um, now, if your authority is at, on a scale from one to a hundred, is at like an 11 right now, it's okay. Like we all start somewhere. Like you should still be actively, you know, looking to, you know, share value and tell your story and, and serve other people and, and work with people that, you know, maybe are at, you know, an 11 to a 30, uh, you know, from an 11 to a 31 or something like that. Like always, always aim for that, you know, that 20 above you. Now, once in a while, you know, you could get something big. Like I've spoke for the Tony Robbins organization. I taught his business mastery audience. That's wow. a huge opportunity for someone like me. You know, speaking at Social Media World a couple times, keynoting conferences and stuff, that's huge for me. Um, and those will happen. But those, you, you, you have to be, don't spend all your time trying to land Moby Dick when you could be reeling in uh, you know, trout left and right and feeding your family. Um, you know, once in a while you put your line out there and you will, you'll reel in a big fish, but just, just keep focused on, you know, small podcasts are wonderful working with, um, you know, people that are just cranking out to an audience of like 20, 20, 30 people. Like at some point, you might get to the point where you have to maybe uh, uh, hand that off to somebody else on your team, but 
if you don't if you don't have people on your team to hand that off to, you're probably not big enough to turn down offers like that. Keep because you're always refining your message. You're always becoming a better teacher. The more you teach, the more you help other people, you empower other people, but you get better at telling your message. And you just you never know who's in that audience. Um, like I don't know if you're aware of this, but right now there is a mega, 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 you know, speaking booker who's listening to our conversation right now and he's getting ready to find me on my website. He knows where to, he or she, she knows how to find me on my website. I, I just, I feel it in my bones, Josh. I know you have an influential audience, so I don't know, but we just never know, right? Exactly. So that's why, like, if you're an actor, you know, you need to, you know, get good at your craft, but you just need to do a lot of acting. That's what you do. It's like, you know, the Beatles, you know, they just, they, you know, how did they, it's like the Malcolm Gladwell 3000 hour thing. Like they just, that's, you know, they went to Germany and they were playing like, it's like five hours a day. I don't know. I'm messing up the story. I'm yeah, sure. But fine. every single day, I mean, that's, they were just constantly out there getting in front of as many people as they possibly could. And that's your job, you know, and you have to do a lot of it. Okay. I did in, in, in college, I studied family therapy, believe it or not. And one of the projects, one of the research projects that I worked on was the debate over quality versus quantity time. My thesis was that quality time is overrated, that there's something magical about just spending time in, um, uh, there's a word for it, you know, when you're just in, in close quarters with somebody. It's, it's that exposure. Podcasts are wonderful for that. Um, you know, certainly if we've got video, if you can spend a long period of time with someone on video, man, that relationship is really moving forward. And that's what you want. You just want to give people make it so doggone easy for them to fall in love with you. And mm. the best way to do that is just give away hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours away on content every single week and just serve people. Make, I mean, make their lives amazing. And you'll have people, I tell you right now, if you haven't experienced it, you will. People will schedule calls with you and they'll, they'll, they can't stop smiling because they know you, they feel like they know you so well. And they're almost like a little bit starstruck to be, you know, talking with you. Like I just hired a guy. Um, so he was a uh, pipe drive CRM expert. And I spent uh, probably about three hours watching his videos on YouTube because I really wanted to, like we were doing, we were really wanting to make some serious improvements on our backend follow-up systems. And so I watched uh, this guy and spent three hours with him. And I'm like, I want to hire this guy. And so sure enough, you know, I, I, I give him like, you know, $600 sight unseen, never talked to me before. Um, and so he's like thrilled for that. I'm like, dude, I feel like I know you. I, I mean, I love your approach, your go-giver um, attitude. Uh, Paul Miners on YouTube. And um, so, you know, it's like, I feel like I know the guy already. And I mean, it was like, what a slam dunk for him. And he gets those offers all the time because he's already given away so much value. Let's break down the A word for a moment. Authority. You've brought yeah. it up, certainly. Uh, the thing you said a bit ago was you should take a moment to gauge your current authority right and then work from there how do we do that how do we take an honest assessment of that how do we know yeah absolutely so um there's actually a lot of things we give away one of the things that we give away is um you can do a quick authority quiz on yourself at oh. my influence um i will send you a pdf with like a checklist of like 30 40 different things that you can run tests on yourself um 
you know, simple things from your website usability to your social media authority to your presence. It's, you know, you want to build this honest assessment of where you are, you know, and there are things that are going to factor into your score. Do you have a Wikipedia article written about you? Well, if you do, that's more points. Uh, are you, if you're a creative, if you're an actor, are you an IMDB? What does your profile look like? Uh, if you have one and you're there and it's a good looking profile, that's more points for you. Uh, if you're in business for yourself or you're a professional, are you on LinkedIn? What does your LinkedIn profile look like? Uh, so there's all these different tests. Are you on angel list? Are you on, uh, uh, Gosh, there's so many. I mean, there's uh, there's so many of these other directories that you could be indexed in if you're perceived to be someone that's notable. Um, you know, are you verified on social media platforms? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm verified on Twitter, but I haven't been able to land Facebook and Instagram yet. Maybe someday I will. Um, but in the meantime, I'll just keep working on my own authority. Wikipedia has been touch and go for me, and I'll be I'll tell you just insider baseball on this. If you are, um, you know, like a scientist and uh, you're doing research projects at a university and you publish a few papers, it's really easy to get on Wikipedia. If you are in business for yourself and you are involved in marketing in any way, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Um, And that's just the Wikipedia culture. So I've actually had an article three times uh, a lot for mostly for my consumer stuff, but then just some, someone sitting in their mom's basement didn't like the fact that, wait a minute, this guy's a marketer. And so it's really tough. I, it's just, there's just a bad, unfortunately, I think there's just been too many bit marketers that have, you know, gotten on there a little too cheaply or whatever. They haven't really earned it. So um, anyway, all this stuff really matters. And so, uh, but if, yeah, if you go to Up My Influence, you go to my webinar, like I'll email you something Mm. um, where I'll give you this checklist. You can run it on yourself. By the way, like I'll give you so much stuff to do. You'll be, you'll be busy for six (laughs) months before you even need to hire me for anything. Um, And that's all really important because listen, if you're going to spend uh, you know, $1,400 a month to, you know, reach out to media, would you rather do it at a one out of 10 or a four out of 10? Well, it's really easy to get from one to four. Like it's really easy for about anyone to get to level four in perceived authority. You don't have to have a million followers. And by the way, to someone who's like, oh, this is too much work. This is, this is like, honestly, like two hours a week is what I want you to invest in yourself. If you invest two hours a week into your authority. And a lot of the stuff you can outsource. You can hire a VA to do a lot of this stuff, Um, but they need your direction. Um, You know, we do have a, we have a platform that that can help kind of project manage that and give you, give you those important checklists and give you a lot of education. You can put your VA through that and they can just follow our system, have them work on it. Super cheap. And then at the end of the day, you know, it's again, fast, fast forward, you know, three to four months later, and you're in a different position. Look, you got to ask yourself this question. How long do you want to be in business for yourself? Quit, you know, feeling like you need to have success in the next seven days. It's not going to happen. That's not how it works. Like, honestly, Josh, I've been, I have been self-employed since, uh, like, well, I've always owned my own businesses, but I quit corporate America, uh, early 2001. Um, and I have failed in business six times. I have declared bankruptcy once. 
I've lost a home to foreclosure, lost another home in a short sale. Um, I kept at it. Hmm. You know, do you have that kind of stomach for it? If you do, I believe you have what it takes. Do you have that grit? If you have that grit to keep on going, then I believe you have what it takes. Finally, it was my seventh business venture. You know, we made maybe 30 some thousand dollars our first year, second year, 80 some thousand, third year, 400 and some thousand, I think. And then the uh, fifth year, I think that was our first seven figure year. So, what, yeah. What have you attributed to that perfect growth? What was finally no, that's in not place? Perfect growth. What? Oh. <laughs> like it sounds perfect in retrospect, but like there what you, you go. don't know is, you know, that one of my, uh, you know, that first year, like I had just gotten off that, uh, that short sale. Uh, I had just, you know, I couldn't even afford my first year, you know, making 30 some thousand dollars. Like I, there were, I couldn't pay my utility bills. We were, uh, getting food donated to us from our church and from family and friends. So yeah, you know, that's part of the journey. Uh, for me, you don't have to do it that way. I'd, I'd prefer you learn from other people. I wasn't, I didn't have as many people I could learn from back then. Um, so you learn, you do, you know, there's, there's learn knowledge, activity knowledge, there's modeling knowledge and teaching knowledge. Like mm. you want to be hitting all that stuff. Um, and if you'll, the faster you can go through all those area of knowledge, then you'll grow a lot faster. Um, but yeah, when you say perfect, pardon me laughing at that, but of course. Like, it's only because I experienced my story <laughs> and it doesn't, it didn't feel very perfect in those first few years. Um, but it's, you know, it's like, you've seen that, you know, with these growth charts where they go, you know, and you just, you fail your way to the top. That's perfect growth. Love that. Uh, gosh, I feel like um, having to wrap this up, we could certainly go Joe Rogan style and make this <laughs> a few hours. I mean, we didn't even get into, like I, like I often do all the time, I like to go deep and, you know, like, like we sort of just started to touch upon the person behind all this, but everything else was just so valuable, so important for the person listening uh, to really just spend the whole time focusing on that. Maybe we'll get you back in the near future and put all that aside and learn about the Josh Elledge and all that, all that stuff that took you from where you've been to where you are today. I know you were a uh, journalist in the Navy, right? Is that yep. sort of where uh, the media stuff inadvertently perhaps started? Uh, yeah, that definitely helped. I'll be honest. I was not very good. <laughs> I was horrible at this when I started. Uh, but, you know, that's, uh, that's, again, that's part of the journey. We all suck at things when we start. So someone's like listening to this right now and they're toying with the idea of starting a podcast. Josh, I would imagine your first few podcasts were, you were probably not as good as polished as you are today. Like you that's can go back and listen to mine. I was terrible. Correct. Like, even after all my experience in the media, uh, Pat Flynn, smart passive income, yeah, really, course. really good guy, gives a lot of value away. Go back and listen to his first 10 podcasts. There are podcasts where he literally, you hear him sighing at himself because he knows how painful this is. <laughs> it's so it's like, listen, if you need confidence, just go find somebody who's really good at what they do and go back and watch their first few things. And you'd be like, oh boy, <laughs> if, yeah. there's, if they could do it, I could do it. Tim Ferriss was terrible. And, you know, he's, again, someone who was, his first podcast where I remember I was excited when he started a podcast, but I'm like, man, this is bad. 
I, um, yeah, he's he's got it going now. He's doing pretty well now. <laughs> I talk about that uh, in 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 some regards. Yes, today you can go back uh, to any of our early episodes, and you know if if and when I have I have to do that because I don't choose to because it's cringeworthy. Yeah. I made a video recently where I realized that the thing I'm doing today, like even this video we're doing, Josh, and this yeah. pot in a year or three years or five years, I'm gonna look back on this video and be like, what was I? thinking sure but that's growth right because but but right now i feel like this is this is pretty good this is as good as but that's the that's the thing yeah it's uh what is it like uh, unconscious uh incompetence or uh, yeah we don't know what we don't know yet. And so 99% of the success or failure of your business is going to come down to the psychology of the owner. So Tony Robbins talks a lot about that at Business Mastery. And so the name of the game is you you have to learn and experience new things and you'll make all these little micro decisions that will be seemingly unimportant, but will make all the difference in the world. It's like, why do people lose or gain weight? It's those little micro decisions that we make every single day. And that added up cumulatively can completely change your trajectory in life. My goodness. I, I, I just said it. I got to say it again. I feel like we've jam packed this episode yet. We barely scratched the surface. Well, there's more of me to find if you want. You can you can come search me out. I'd be happy. And of course, you have more episodes with you, Josh. So people can go back and binge listen to some of those great episodes. Again, I'm going to say this one more time. Bob Berg, buddy. Uh, go back and listen to episode five. Listen, we've like we've 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 made we have pulled two hundred thousand dollars a month in recurring revenue into our sales pipeline as a direct result of that philosophy that I've shared and the stuff that Bob talks about. My goodness, we'll link to that episode five. Um, and that's just, you know, I, I had the honor and privilege of interviewing him for that episode. And it's it, it's all part of his giving philosophy. Yeah. It's a legit episode. You also go back, you can either you want to listen wherever you uh, get your podcast or you want to watch the video. It's on the website. It's all there. Um, I, I don't know how to wrap this up. Uh, I'll ask you, what could you possibly leave the listener with? that has not been said, that must be said, that needs to be said. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're going to truly invest in your authority, you've got to schedule it and you have to treat it like, and you have to do this. Every high achieving performer I know, like they have to put something on their calendar and it is mandatory. If you're not investing on yourself, in yourself on a regular basis, you're stagnating or you're dying. If you're not growing, you're dying. You know, you have to invest in constant and never ending improvement. And so that might mean that you block off, you know, your Monday and your Friday, you, you, you block off two hours and you say, listen, this is personal development time where I'm going to take time for me. Uh, you know, you're going to have to say no to other things and say yes to investing in yourself, whether that's reading, listening to podcasts, watching videos, uh, you know, working on your profile, learning from the masters and in, in building up your authority, because it really matters. And honestly, listen, in two, three years, you it's it's you know, what we're talking about is hunting and gathering versus being, you know, farming. And so what I'm teaching you to do is keep doing your hunting and gathering. I'm I'm not saying not to do that, but at the same time, I want you to start cultivating 
the land and I want you to start sowing those seeds mm. and I want you to start tilling it and fertilizing it and, and making sure you're giving it that, you know, those seeds, everything that they need so that they can sprout into something that can come back and feed your family every year for life. And then you get really, really good at storing that, that, that produce and, and using that to, to sustain yourself throughout the year. That's, that's what we're talking about. Uh, I just want life to be easier for you. When you've got high authority, when you've got, when people really like who you are and they feel like there's so much value that they can gain from you, life is easy. When you wake up in the morning, your feet hit the floor and your first thought, if it is, oh boy, who am I going to sell to today? Listen, business sucks doing it that way. I've been there. I've done that. I know exactly how you feel, but what I found is that, you know, again, do what you got to do to make sure you got your obligations taken care of, uh, but you have to change your mindset to who can I serve today? And if you will do that, I promise you business is going to be so, I, I got to be careful on promising this, you know, in terms of money, but, you know, I'm going to say the, you will enjoy business so much more. And you will find that people will just be naturally attracted to you. There's just going to be something where they feel they, they like your energy. They, 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 they feel something in you that just naturally attracts them to you. That's how you do it today. It's Josh Elledge, ladies and gentlemen. It's crazy. I'm, I, gosh, I just want to go and go and go and go. Um, but there it is. How should people um, follow up this conversation with you? Yeah. Come cyberstalk me. Um, exactly. it's, uh, you can find me on, you can even connect with me personally on Facebook. It's cool. Uh, you know, just wherever you want to, you know, LinkedIn's really great. Uh, all of this stuff, by the way, just if you go to upmyinfluence.com, you scroll down to the lower left-hand corner, connect with me on all the socials. It's free. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got three podcasts uh, that I've been producing for quite some time. We have a daily podcast. By the way, if someone's listening to us, they're doing six figures or more in business. Uh, they've got success to speak of. Uh, I would love to interview you for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. It's a daily 15-minute founder story podcast, really quick, really to the point. Um, and you could just search. It's The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in your podcast directory. If you qualify, if you're making six figures or more, then just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and we'd love to book you. Um, wow. there's also authority confidential. And then, uh, my podcast for savings angels, the savings angel show. Um, and that's where I teach you, uh, I'm the guy who can get you a deal hookup or upgrade on anything in life. Like I know how to get deals and save money and get, yeah, I know how to work the system. Like I'm a cool person to know, like if you do a lot of traveling or you just like knowing how to like work things, like it's a really fun show to listen to in that regard. When do you sleep between two and four in the morning? That's a, I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, real quick, you got to have a team. You got to have great teams. You got to have great systems. So I do what only I can do. And my team makes it look like I'm the hardest working showman in business. I do work really hard. Uh, but I try to do what only I can do. And I don't do what other people can do. Genius. We have to leave it there. My goodness. Um, Thank you kindly, Josh. This has been extraordinary. I appreciate your, your energy, your time, and your authority on yeah. this topic. Thank you, J Josh. Kerry, thank you so much, my friend.
And thank you, everybody, for tuning in, whether it's right here on Facebook during the live broadcast or you're catching it on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Do rate and review if you enjoyed it. I love hearing your thoughts. We're going to do something like this again before too long. Until we do, thanks so much for tuning in. Go get them. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.